Curacast Podcast Emporium. It would be cool to be a plant monster. Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests and talk about all the characters we know and love. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Jesse Whitehead. Oh, too many Jessies. Uh, we're going to be talking about, um, I think, a little used character and the mostly great Spider-Man rogues gallery, Hydra-Man. Ah, yes. I, this name rings a bell. Uh, I, I'm not yes. coming up with a lot of specifics off the top of my head, but I feel like I've heard of this character. Yeah. Um, so, Hydro Man. Uh, what do you think Hydro Man is? Well, uh, it certainly sounds like his powers involve using water. Yeah. And if Spider-Man were a fire-based character, that would probably be an issue. But, it uh, probably would be. I wouldn't uh, be surprised if there was like a Hydro Man Human Torch fight at some point. Well, no, Torch's greatest nemesis is Asbestos Man, right? Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, you know what? That might actually not be a joke. I think there might be an Asbestos Man. I know there's an Asbestos Man because my brother-in-law and I joke about it all the time. <laughs> Two weeks ago, actually, you know what? My internet's out. So three weeks ago, three weeks ago, uh, we talked about a Hobgoblin. Who was, I think, is the Nadir of Spider-Man's Rogues Gallery. Basically, any of the goblin-based people except for Norman Osborn. Yeah, that's is fair. Bad. I think so, anyway. Um, but, like, I think Hydro-Man sits comfortably in the middle there. Because, uh... So, like, what do you think his powers are? Uh, well, I mean, like, it, it makes me wonder, does he have powers, or does he have a suit? That gives him powers. Like, does he just well, walk around with a I mean, hose? Hmm? I mean, I would... S- I mean, he definitely has guns, but not guns that shoot. Okay. Um, what, guns like he's got muscly arms? Yeah. Like, he is, like, yoked. Like, like he's so, like, they make him so, like, top-heavy with muscles that his head looks too small. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, he his power is he's saying man, but with water. Okay, that was gonna be my next guess. <laughs> yes. Uh, so is there a muscly guy that could that is made out of an element that should beat Spider Man almost every time, but they're too dumb. <laughs> yeah, that, you got that the worst version right. of that one. You got the worst <laughs> version of that. Sandman actually has pathos. That's true, and sometimes cats pee on him. Oh, yeah, look at that. That looks exactly like a Sandman, but a little different. You know what? He doesn't have the uh, weird hair and striped uh, sweater. But same build. Like, exact same. same. Like, like those pants are way too tight on him. It just feels like that is the standard drawing for, like, a Spider-Man nemesis is, like, just a really jacked-up dude with tight clothes. Like, he just needs to get, like, a size bigger pants. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, just wear... It's, it's, skinny jeans are not becoming on that kind of body type. 
Yeah, because his legs are probably the size of like a small tree trunk. But now that now now that I now that I'm done objectifying this tall glass of water, get it? Get it? Because he's made of water. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, um, yeah. Just imagine blonde Sandman, and you got it. Take away any of the charm slash pathos, and you also got him. Not to say that he's a bad villain. Like, also, Sandman, for a long time, like, kind of flipped back and forth of trying to be a good guy and trying to be a bad guy. Yeah. Type thing. Like, he's actually pretty good friends with the thing. Even though they oh, sometimes fight. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're just, like, he's, he's, I mean, unfortunately, that was, like, real early, that's, like, early Fantastic Four, whenever they're talking about that stuff. But, like, he has, he has some pathos to him, and I, I like him. He would be. It makes sense that he would be friends with Ben Grimm because who does Ben Grimm hate more than anyone else in the world? Johnny Storm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I was gonna say Reed Richards for being like the worst friend ever, but I feel like the, like Reed is a close second behind Johnny. <laughs> oh well, I I refuse to believe anyone is better is worse than Reed Richards, so. I'm including real life people as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, you know what? Xavier is up there too. But we're not talking about Xavier. We're talking about Hydra Man. Yeah, we're not. We're you're nowhere near the X's yet. His name is uh, Morris Bench or Maury Bench. Maury um, Bench. So I assume he runs a delicatessen. Well, uh, you would think that, but his occupation is criminal. <laughs> He belongs to the Sinister Six slash Sinister Syndicate. But, like, also, who hasn't? I mean, Hobgob has been on the uh, Sinister Six, and, you know, you kind of lose a little prestige there. Uh, but he should first showed up in Amazing Spider-Man 212. So, kind of a latecomer. They probably, like, actually, they're probably like, hey, we need another Sandman, but not Sand. And then they're like, what's not Sand? Water. <laughs> So that, yeah, this would be like two on two. This would be about twenty years into Spider-Man's existence, or give or take. So yeah, it sounds like at that point you'd be running out of ideas. Well, the boom. Uh, when did the boomerang come in? Okay, so boomerang. I think the trickster or something like that came around at some point. Trickster's the Flash, isn't it? No, I'm thinking of the Flash. No, it's a jester. It might be jester. Yeah, it's that, basically maybe. just a guy who plays. Something, but he's a like a Z list. He's he's like a Z list Spider Man rogue character, which means he's basically like a negative one hundred Z list character and actual Marvel. Yeah, no, you're um, right. There's a there's a Spider Man character named Jester. Jester, okay. See, that's all I'm good at is pulling up obscure Marvel stuff. That's all I'm good at. <laughs> and he teams up with uh, similarly idiotic characters like Jack O' Lantern and Screwball. Okay, I am going to defend Jack O' Lantern. I like him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, we might talk about him at some point, depending on when he came around first. Um, but yeah, so he was a crewman on a cargo ship who got knocked overboard by Spider-Man while using an exper- a powerful experimental generator that was on uh that was lowered into the ocean for testing. 
So a Spider-Man villain. He so, was doing something, and he was close to science, and then he became a villain. Now, Spider-Man, you said Spider-Man knocked him into this? Yeah, Spider-Man knocked him off the ship up. Was, was, he, engaged in, was he engaged in criminal activity at the time? Uh, it seems, no, he was a crewman on a cargo ship. Oh, uh, excuse me, Spider-Man's a F and D. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, no, for real, like, he's a dingus, because, like, normally, do, like, I mean, I understand, sometimes civilians get in the way whenever you're fighting a, a powerful experimental generator. I, I don't know what he was fighting. But yeah, it, it, it seems to me Spider-Man needs to take responsibility for his actions here. Isn't there, isn't there something about Spider-Man and responsibility? It's a very obscure quote. Yes, it's so obscure, and uh, I feel like I feel like Spider-Man needs to come up with some philosophy to to help people who he accidentally makes into villains. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, guess what? Happened what? after being exposed to energy from a powerful experimental generator and being in water. Did he gain superpowers? Yeah. It, it, Tell would surprise. you guess what, where were those? <laughs> so, uh, so he turned into water. His molecules more merged. Um, wait, hang on a second. Aren't most of our bodies made up of water anyway? Wait, wait, really? All he is is just thirty percent more water than well. That's not how that works. Um, whatever the conversion of... The science behind this does not seem sound. Are you making, uh, spurious judgments on Spider-Man science? I, I'm just saying, uh, I have questions that do not, are not easily answered. Um, yeah, he figured out he can go into a puddle and then go big in water and not be big and... You know, water. Just think, hey, look, it's Sandman. Oh, look, it's 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 Hydro Man. He's doing similar things, but with water. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yes. Um, he hates Spider-Man because of he and his, uh... I'd say he has a very good reason for hating Spider-Man. <laughs> I feel like it's one of the best ones, honestly. It's just like, yo, you straight up knocked me off a frickin' ship and turned me into a monster. Because usually when the hero creates... Usually when the hero creates a villain, that person was already involved in criminal activity. Uh, this is does not seem to be the case. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess he probably had a little bit more criminal side to him, because he immediately went to criminal. But at the same time, like, Spider-Man could have became a criminal. There was actually one alternate universe where after Uncle Uncle Ben gets killed, he 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 basically goes Punisher, but he also has Spider-Man powers. Well, first of all, spoiler alert for the fate of Uncle Ben. Uh, secondly, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, secondly, uh, was this uh, was this a um, well, not in an Elseworlds because that's DC. This was a, a what if? This was Uatu the Watcher looking into another dimension. Um, no, it's just alternate dimension thing. Like I think I think in that dimension I think in that dimension um I think both Uncle Ben and Aunt May get killed and like Wolverine takes them in like he takes in so many young children and uh and then he became a a stabby stab dude Oh man I need to read this story <laughs> It's like a one it's like a one off thing 
Like, it's like one of those things where Spider-Man goes through the different universes and you get to see his costume be amazing in every single universe. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no universe where Spider-Man was, like, really bad at sewing and just wore a red sweatshirt and blue sweatpants. Like, I mean, even even Scarlet Spider's outfit, which is, like, basically jeans and a uh, a hoodie vest, is, like, good. I think it's called, like, Assassin, or Spider Assassin or something like that. <laughs> but instead of webs, he shoots uh, bullets out of his wrists. Uh Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he he might have been like a nineties thing. That, that sounds, sounds exactly like, a 90s thing. like the kind of terrible edgelord thing that would have come out of nineties comics. Yeah. But it's whatever. I like most Spider Man. Uh he's like six two, so he's uh he's a tall boy. <laughs> and he weighs Okay, so okay, let's say someone is has the frame of two hundred sixty-five pound man, who is sure. six foot two, and that's nothing but water. <laughs> that would be way more weight, right? And also, that guy would be bloated. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he he. I mean, wait, never mind. I'm not even gonna ask. I. <laughs> so apparently, he has apparently has slight slight superhuman strength. <laughs> Only slight. Well, like, I mean, Spider-Man can lift up about, I think, three tons or so. Uh, like, under, like, a lot of stress. Yeah, well, we know from this big, the big movie this summer, he can almost hold an entire ship split apart. Yeah, he's actually incredibly strong, which is one of the things I loved in, uh, the, um, Civil War, is whatever, like, whenever... Winter Soldier was about to deck him. He just caught it. It was just like cool, and just like basically playing with him like he was a toy. That is one of I'm the, just like, the think- great moments in that movie. And I'm so glad. I'm so, like I. I mean, they had to set this up, but that that short fight scene he had with Falcon was just like, man, I hope Vulture is the villain for for his <laughs> thing. Just like, oh my god, it was so oh my god. Also, I like the Vulture. So it was great to have uh, like a good rendition of him. Yeah, I saw Homecoming like three times in the theater, and like I've thought about it, I cannot point to anything they did wrong in that movie. It's pretty perfect. I can't. I can't either. Um, <laughs> uh, you can tell. Um, I'm gl- like, see, no, most of the time I'm very professional, and I like gotta stick through it. But like, I mean, like he's he's a cool villain, but like he doesn't have any of the depth. As like the better villains have, so it's kind of hard to just talk about him. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be a lot of there there. I think they, I think they figured out water and then stopped. Yeah, and you know it's kind of cool when him and Sandman team up sometimes, but they often end up making it easier to defeat each other because of it. Well, presumably they but. just like they'll cover the bank in cement and somehow rob it that way. Maybe? Wait, there has to be, like, a limestone person? Yeah. It's, boy, it... This is why I don't write comics. <laughs> well, okay, Here, here's the thing. I, I would totally 100% make that team. It's just Hydra Man, Sandman, and, like, Limestone Man. <laughs> and they just all mix together to become concrete. Sure. But it's like, it's, it's like they're Voltron, uh, like, combination 
which is really just a weak form of the thing. <laughs> which Spider-Man could probably... Because Concrete, Concrete just gets broken all the time by superheroes. Like, by Spider-Man. And he's not even the strongest superhero. <laughs> yeah, that's... There's so much, like, just damaging of public areas in superhero battles. I was, I was, I was so excited in Homecoming when they introduced uh, damage control. Because I didn't know they were going to bring that in. Well, I'm glad that they brought in damage control because, like, damage control doesn't get a lot of attention in the comics, but they're still, like, mentioned and stuff. And it, I, I, I don't know if they, like, no prize that for themselves. Be like, well, like, the Avengers destroyed half of New York. What are they going to do? Well, there's a really good cleanup crew. Yeah, I don't think damage control gets a whole lot of attention basically ever since that Dwayne McDuffie miniseries. Um, they got a little bit of attention in, um, The Irredeemable Ant-Man, the one written by Robert Kirkman. Oh, okay. Yeah, he joined, he joined them. Um, it was around World War Hulk. Um, I'm, I'm done talking about Hydra Man. Um. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've said what we had to say. <laughs> well, I like, okay, here's my closing thoughts. He's better than Hobgoblin. <laughs> what a high bar to jump over. It's it's literally, like, if you could just walk, like, if you could shuffle slowly over the finish line, you're already doing better than Hobgoblin. <laughs> so, um, I'll eventually make my list of favorite Spider-Man villains, I guess, eventually. There's a lot. I think Pace Pop Pete is going to be one of the top. I mean, oh, he's sure. a trapster uh, now. But Stilt Man? I think he's, like, a joint villain at this point. Like, yeah, he seems to be, like, between Punisher, Daredevil, and Spider-Man. He does sort of move back and forth whenever they need somebody to rag on. Well, now they're still Stilt Lady. That's because true. Because Stilt Man was killed by the Punisher. That's true. Uh, don't forget, um, Turner D. Century. Oh, yeah. The Turner D. Century, which I don't... He's came up multiple times <laughs> in these, this book already. <laughs> like, multiple people has talked, like, he's been a part of multiple people's stories. So, he has to come up. I can't wait to talk about him because he's literally what Fox News wants to do. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I only want Turner D. Century to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe just so that they can cast Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> oh my god, it'd be great. <laughs> I'd want, I would want Turner D. Century, uh, to be eventually become like a gentleman ghost type character where like he dies but he's just so it's just like i'm still around i'm i won't i won't move on until everything everyone under 60 is dead oh man i haven't but, thought about gentleman ghost in ages <laughs> oh, oh it's one of my favorite batman rogues <laughs> so but whatever uh we're hydro man uh plugs uh, yes, um, I have a podcast coming soon called What Is It This Time with Jesse and Paul, where me and my friend Paul will have a rotating format. Some episodes might be a long-form interview with a comedian. Uh, some episodes might be a bad movie discussion. Some episodes we might talk about what the entertainment news of the week is. Uh, it all depends on what we feel like doing, and uh, it's coming uh, soon. And it will be uh, broadcast on a, a schedule of approximately whenever I feel like it. So once every month or two. <laughs> if you'd like to find the show, you can go to uh, 
at Alpha Flight Pod on Twitter. You can also find me on Facebook at CuraCast Groups, like the CuraCast Podcast Emporium group, where you can find the rest of the shows, including the new show I'm doing, uh, Puny Pages, which probably won't be up when I wanted it to be because I don't have internet on my p- my computer right now. <sighs> Okay, uh, where I go page by page through, uh, Hulk story, and, uh, I talk about them, and, uh, I tear them apart page by page, and by tear them apart, I mean gush over how great the art is, slash how great the story is, and how good the visual uh, storytelling is. So, yeah. Um, something, something, Conchu holding you and walking you to sleep at night. Bye.